Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. In one. Hello, welcome to the Football Drop Podcast. Good morning, how are you? I'm good, mate, I'm alright. It's better than doing this at half six, isn't it? Uh, Joe, I was just about to say that. It's a little bit later, we're a little bit more awake, you've clearly had a coffee, I can tell. Two. Two, two. oh two. Excellent. Is that why you were late? Oh, <laughs> mate, so... I was waiting in that fucking lobby for about 20 minutes before you let me in. Uh, maybe 20 seconds at most. <laughs> I was finishing my text yeah. to you, whinging and moaning. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was approximately nine minutes late to the call due to IT errors, which I have successfully resolved. And I'm here and we enough. are ready to bounce. How are you, my G? Yeah, I'm, I'm okay, mate. I'm okay. I'm, uh, I was back in the office yesterday. Yeah. And I was absolutely wired last night. I had such a good day. Yeah. Yeah? Genuinely such a good day. It was so nice to be back. So in the office in the morning, our new restaurant in the afternoon, absolutely buzzing my nuts off. It was so nice to actually be there. See some of the team, see some of the guys, some of the managers, see our exec chef. Yeah, it was just, yeah, genuinely a really nice day. Ah, good. But Please, man. I was on the Please. train at we five to weekend, six, mate. Let's get into it, mate. Come on, let's go. No, fuck it, let's go. Let's go. Uh, sorry, mate. It's, we're on team, so we're going to cut each other up for the whole episode. Um, yeah, that's what we do best. Yeah, we sh- I think, should we, should we, do you think anyone cares that it's Wednesday morning and we're recording it on a Wednesday morning, so it's going to be released, like, as soon as we finished, we're going to hit release? No, nah, I don't think I'll be all right about or, it. They'll be all right yeah, about it. We've got now, probably the most understanding listeners, I think, of any podcast because they know for a fact that we are disorganised. They know for a fact that we put things late. 
uh, like the Vertigo episode a few weeks back. I mean, that was you know kind of beyond our control, but they still listened. So, listeners, thank you, thank you very much. We appreciate it. Thank you very much. Uh, yes, yeah, so Crouch Fest. Yes. We went Crouch, to Crouch Fest three. Look at that, Jinx. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How good was it, man? Uh, mate, honestly, I'll be honest, right? I've not been enjoying their podcast as much, probably because ours is so good. So I've not really been Naturally. enjoying their podcast as much recently. I'll be completely completely truthful there. And I wasn't really looking forward to it. I was a bit like, oh, it'll be nice to spend some time with the lads, like, that'd be good. But I don't know if I'm really feeling it. It was, it was really good. Yeah, it was. I, the whole I, I, day was good. I kind of get your get your thoughts there. Like, it has been like the podcast itself. I think is still quite good, but they seem to be pushing all their sponsors at every breath, basically. Now, now I get it; they're making money, great, good on them, and you know they're still having a laugh. But they've they've got to do that commercial side, so I I get it. But it's like every other word is fucking Brewdog now. I'm just like, oh, come on, just stop it. Just get get back to like the good laughs, having the good content, and just enjoying themselves properly. But the good thing is, I've had a lot more guests on this season. Mm-hmm. It's great listening to their stories. Yeah, that's true. Um, fast forward two years, and we are everything. Every other word is brew dog or something like that. But pretty dog, <laughs> pretty dog, pretty much. <laughs> See, I'm already halfway there. <laughs> Pretty fucking dog. <laughs> Jesus Christ, oh, what an idiot. Um, but yeah, it, it, we'll, probably, we'll probably be like, yeah, it's all right when it's us. But yeah, no, I, I just, I'm just not really enjoying it. But the day in general, mate, just, just a group of lads finding that weaker person from the group and just let them all day on the beers. Yeah. You know, uh, he, he yeah. took it pretty well. He took it pretty well. Yeah, I was definitely the, the the biggest victim of the of the four of us for the day. Um, but I I will take pride in it because I'm clearly the glue that holds that group together. I was that common denominator. Oh, 100% so it was always going to happen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but oh, it was a good day nonetheless. Apart from the bullying, it was a good day. It was great. Like I really enjoyed the music, the atmosphere, the beer. Ears were flowing. It was quality. The next day, I was a bit, I was a bit like, a bit hangy. Yeah. Uh, a bit tired. I didn't get much sleep as well. You know, because you come back in and you're wired. It's late, and then you're up early. Oh, the next mate. Day, there's kids jumping on you. I could not sleep for hours after. And I, I think it was way, a good hour and a half. It's like. Like really emphasised that it was my own child that was jumping on me. I don't just have like <laughs> random kids. <laughs> Do you know what? You didn't need to clarify that, but now I think you're <laughs> overcompensating for something here. <laughs> we'll just go to Elevate on a Sunday morning and hope for the best. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get lucky. Um, oh mate, no, that's no. We we don't even we can't joke about that shit. We can't joke about this shit. Um, we'll move on. Um, but how good yeah, was Tom got, Grennan performing? Tom Grennan, mate. Yeah, he's got... He can sing. Considering but, he'd come but, over from LA literally that afternoon. Yeah, yeah. Especially for it. 
but my favourite, mate, rudimental. When 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 I saw them that they were there, I was like, holy shit! And then yeah. they just smashed it, absolutely smashed it. They were just yeah, they were insane, and I think the sound was good, but their show just made it so yeah. much more. Really, really good. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. Um, I think the, the the biggest take home from that though was when we was talking about we was having a laugh like oh you know who do you reckon's the bitch blah blah blah, blah. <laughs> and then I think we got our answer. This hang on hang on hang on before you say this I just need to say on this podcast this is probably the highlight of the five years we have been friends. This one moment, I think this is a top three moment in our friendship. It was that, the subway burps, that's definitely up there, but I got my own back as well, and I can't think of a third at the moment, but it's it's those two are definitely in the top three for sure, I'm sure there's another one that I'm forgetting. Probably Cleb. Cleb's up there, there, top five I think, (laughs) top five, top ten. So, by the way... (laughs) Your burps. <laughs> I'd just be stood there, right, enjoying uh, the show, having a little dance to music, and then every minute, two minutes, <laughs> I'd just get a woof your lunch. A woof? A, a whiff, woof. Even. <laughs> a whiff. I wasn't, I wasn't like barking at you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't doing any boxing or anything. Shout out Nate Dog for his little woofs when we was boxing with him. Oh man, that was funny. That's good that's on. a top ten moment. <laughs> that's a good, that was a good moment. Yeah. <laughs> we just <laughs> <laughs> But I'll be honest, I do make some weird noises in the gym now. Like go like last night, I was trying to train a bit heavy, and yeah, I was making some weird noises. Anyway, let's go. Let's let's not talk about that. So uh, we we sat. So for a small period of the podcast uh, of the crouch fest we were sat down and it was just after we sort of talking about like who's the bitch blah blah blah, blah. and there was you who is quite broad like i'm not I, i'm I, I get called broad um but you're <laughs> definitely over a shadow me in broadness <laughs> and then joe who we was with was also <laughs> broad yeah <laughs> like, uh, like you and, and i was sat in the middle of you too. <laughs> And you both had your legs wide open. Both had your chest flared. <laughs> Where's a picture in there? Both had legs closed. <laughs> Looked up at you and went, Ben, who do you think the picture is? But <laughs> 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 Why you even asked it? I don't know what was going through your head to ask that question, but all I remember is the look of me coming. <laughs> Just looking at you. I think so. Maybe you wasn't a part because you was on one, you was on the other end. But I think Paul and Joe were talking about who was the bitch in their friendship. So right, okay. I think they must have said that. Well, that's happened, and then I've gone. but just to add insult to injury to that so the lovely general picked us up from the station oh 
forgot about this. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, what did you ask her? <laughs> Just for clarification. A bit, a bit of an ego boost. <laughs> Yeah, for you. Yeah, no, but you hoped it would be an ego boost for you. No, I, I knew the answer. She <laughs> was fucking desperate for me to ask that question. Oh, Laura, Will's got a question for you. Oh, it like, was so also, funny. While we're fucking on being a fucking dork, you with your train knowledge. <laughs> Honestly, right? So we're walking up to the train... And I'm like, oh, they don't really have. I haven't got the plug for my for my phone charger, so I'll just leave it. Like, I haven't got the. I've only got the USB one. Are you on the way up there? Uh, well, actually, there's two trains that now have been uh, refurbished, and they've got USB ports underneath the seats. Actually, I'm like two. He's like, yeah, they've just refurbed two. It is shit knowledge. However, when you forget your plug and you think, oh, so I've got a lead though, and it works out. Yeah. It, it can That's... be helpful knowledge. It was un- it was almost like he was just there, like sniffling. Oh yeah, well, actually, <laughs> <laughs> sixty kilometres an hour through Ashford is actually fascinating. Well, I don't oh, know the speed or anything, mate. Let's let's not go too far. Let's not you know, lie about it. Francois, isn't it? Like bloody hell, what's oh, going on, mate? mate? <clears throat> it was so funny. Yeah. And before Good you day. even say it, why do I have an obsession with odd numbers? I, I don't know why. You- You've got an obsession with numbers. It's really, it's really odd. Yeah, I just. You just pluck a number out. You just be like, yeah, no, I think you know we'll get back about eleven minutes past eleven approximately. That's not very approximate, mate. That is quite precise. <laughs> it's just like the times I'm like, I'm sure it's that one. I don't know, maybe it's that one. I, I just stop in odd numbers. It's just yeah, random no, knowledge. Like Three thirty-five, you know, something like that. God, I'm glad I got this drink. My throat is so sore from laughing so much. Really. I know. <clears throat> it's a bit early, isn't it? It's, like <laughs> it's way too early for this um, stuff. <laughs> yeah. I'm also, it's also with bad, bad that we're both drinking fizzy drinks at this time of the morning, but let's move. We'll yeah, I'm glad that we've both done the same thing, though. <laughs> it makes me feel a bit better yeah, well, about I saw, myself. I saw you had it, so I went and got one. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, Mate, Crouch Fest was good fun, though. Hmm? What a weekend of footy, though, mate. Oh, mate, it was it was a fun-filled weekend. There was. Should we move on to Should we move on to football now? Right. Yeah, we might as well. We might as well. Um, yeah, let's do that. Let's move on to the football. Hey guys, here at the Football Drop Podcast, we'd love to hear all your comments, feedback, and funny stories. If you'd like us to share them on the pod, please email us at footballdroppodcast at hotmail.com thank you controversy of VAR shall we start there so we can we can yeah let's just do that so there's a couple of games so let's not go through it game by game let's just talk about some of the highlights right so I think the games were Arsenal Newcastle Sheffield Wolves, 
from that fucking box office game at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium on Monday night. Um, it was <laughs> it was incredible, really. But do you, so? Do you think it's VAR's fault, or do you think it's the system and the people behind VAR don't know how to make VAR work? Uh, that's a very good question. I think it's more it's more heavily weighted towards the people don't know how to use it. But I think the way we use it generally, and you know when we go and why we go to VAR, I don't think is quite right either. I think you know the people that yeah. are actually doing VAR, they're not they're not footballers or ex-footballers or whatever. So they don't actually necessarily understand fully how a footballer's you know body will work in that position. You know, jumping. You know, when when you jump for a ball, jump for a header or whatever it may be, or when you go for a tackle, like the 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 angle you're going in and the speed you're going in and things like that, and like a little bit of a, a push in the back, if you're in the air, you're going to go down. You know, if you're off balance slightly, yeah. it doesn't matter how much of a little push it could be. You could be an absolute unit of a person. This person could be skinny as a rake. But if you're off balance and they push you just that little bit hard enough, you're going down. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> I think it's, it's the people not necessarily analysing it and evaluating what's going on well enough for me. I think VAR should be ex-footballers. Okay. Well, I think there should be... I, I was just going to say that. I think there should be an ex-footballer or, or an ex-something like that, an ex-coach, you know. <clears throat> it should be a ref and a, a ref be. and a player. A ref and an ex-player. Yeah. Or two refs and a player, because... No, too many people, could, then. They could... The trouble is, if you, who'd you get? Who'd you get? You get an ex, you get an ex-player, say you get Alan Shearer in. He, he could be looking at the table and being like, oh, this all... This all, this all this will get, like, affect Newcastle. Actually, I'm going to say... So you, so you need his input, but he shouldn't have the final decision. It should be the referee. But, that being said, I don't want to say Alan Gira is going to necessarily do that and, like, knock his integrity at all. I'm not saying... No, that, just an example. But the ref can do the same thing because the ref still support... Yeah, yeah, probably. Of course he does. He listens to the rest <laughs> of his football back. He's like, Joe, I was really good in that one. Let's listen to the football drop. <laughs> um, he's like, let's see if Will's bashed me this week. Um, <laughs> but you know, with the referee side of things, they still support players, um, support teams. They have to, you know, let them know before they've actually become a ref, so they're not involved mm-hmm. in those sorts of games. Players can do the same thing. Can't be involved with teams that they yeah. played for in the past and things like that. It's just an example. You can have a host of them all as part of it. They're only doing one night mm-hmm. a week of of that, so you can have like the pundits that do all these sorts of things as well. They could be involved. Yeah. Yeah, makes sense. And I think um, you need a defender and an attacker if you're going to do that. Yeah, yeah, it's not, it's not working. I think there are, I think there are better <coughs> ways to make it work. I think the thing for me though, with it all, is it's it's up for debate. So I've spoken to quite a few people. I've listened to a few different sort of podcasts. Um, I've, I've watched it myself. So, so looking at the Newcastle Arsenal game, that goal, um, just looking at the goal for the time being, we can come on to the to the other to the other instance within that game. <clears throat> it's definitely a push from it was Joel Linton, wasn't it, on Gabriel, yeah. and Anthony Gordon stuck it away. I, I thought it was, for me as a gooner, I thought one hundred percent it was a foul. Yeah, I thought it was a foul. 
I've heard other people say it's a bit soft. <clears throat> Should be. It wouldn't. It wouldn't have been a foul. And and I thought, okay. You know, thinking about the teams that they support, and, then, and there's been a few that that don't really don't really give two shits either way because Newcastle and Arsenal are quite in, in similar positions in the league, so does doesn't matter. Uh, so they're still saying it's not a foul. So it seems to me like that is up for debate, actually, whether that was a foul or not. So that, for me, then means, and it pains me to say it, it's not clear and obvious. So, so should VAR have chalked it off? Maybe not. I mean, yeah, it's, it is a point, but I think that, that sort of challenge over the pitch, there's two hands on the back. One's very high on the back and almost the back of the head. That's given on the pitch. If that's in midfield, that's a free kick. And that's a quick quick free kick and go. It's in the box. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> now, the lead-up to stuff like that, you know, we, we'll talk about in a sec. But I, I see that as that's a foul. And that should be chalked off. And that's, you know, a free kick to us kind of in the box kind of situation. 100%, mate. I completely agree. I think, personally, my thoughts are, it's a foul. It shouldn't have been a goal. The, the referee for that game, though... And this, and you know, this this kind of bring, brings up my previous point of whether VAR is utilised correctly because I'm not I'm not sure the referee was good enough for that game. I mean, you look at the Havertz challenge. Yeah, that's a, a very dark amber, isn't it? It's 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 probably a red. If if that was if that was Joel Linton going in on Havertz, we'd probably say he deserves yep. a red card. We saw Grim Grimoresh, Grimore, Grim Grimera, Grim, Grim, Bruno, Bruno G, Bruno uh, punch, elbow, <laughs> wasn't it? elbow, yeah. And we're like, that's got to be a red. That's got to be a red. So again, they should have. It should have been probably ten each. Um, and the goal, I thought, I thought was a foul. So for me, mm. I think it was unfair. I think Arsenal. Arteta's statement afterwards and then Arsenal sort of followed that up with their own statement supporting him was very admirable of Arsenal but I'm not sure it was the right thing to do I think managers need to be honest with the way they're feeling I think that's okay and actually we discussed that in in our podcast that we did yesterday with Jerry which is coming up on Friday just plug that Um, so I think the honesty is good but I think the statement from Arsenal was, was maybe a little bit too far Gerard, I totally agree with you on the statement side of things. I think it's brilliant. Um, <clears throat> what Arteta was saying, as an Arsenal fan, and this is the biasness coming out for a sec, I obviously totally agree with him, and it's great that he's speaking his mind and whatever, but as a neutral, you will get really pissed off with stuff like that. Especially as a month yeah. ago, we were saying, no, we need to let VAR do They're going to make mistakes. They're going to do this. You can't drop and change that. But, well, as you okay. said, he's speaking his mind at the time. So, yes, you, you're yeah. going to have inconsistency. You know, we change our mind on a weekly basis about... Well, minute basis sometimes about things that we talk about on here, just as an example. So, as a as general football fan, surely you want managers to be, you know, upfront, honest. Big Ange does the same thing. If he's not happy about something, he's like, well, it is what it is. I can't do anything about it, but I don't agree. He doesn't go into it as much as Arteta did and, you know, doing his squealing and screeching about it saying it's a disgrace you know it is from our, our perspective as Arsenal fans and he's speaking what the Arsenal fans will, will see and what we're, we're thinking and feeling but the statement from the club mm. but also it was <laughs> it was 
a couple of months ago, there was a VAR decision that went in Arsenal's favour, and Arteta was like, you know, these people are humans. We got we got to be patient. Yeah, exactly. Them. That's what oh, I mean. So, <laughs> so it was, you know, it's quite funny. But to, to stick with the VAR thing, let's go to the Wolves game uh, with uh, was it, it was Neto, wasn't it? Who was sent off yeah. in the hundredth minute or whatever it was. And it was it, it was a carbon copy of his, uh, he it was he Chan wasn't it who got who gave away a penalty the week before yeah and you're like how is that's then it's not a penalty that is no. not a penalty and I can see why uh, Gary Jones as I like to call him <laughs> is uh, is fuming about it <laughs> why do you make up these people's names ah uh, because I get confused with who's who like, mate Rich Atkinson I get it completely that's funny. Yeah, but yeah. What, what did I call the old Leicester goalkeeper? I can't remember what it was. Uh, anyway, Richard Walker. Matter. Yes, yeah, random. Yeah. <laughs> Danny Ward, so, Richard yeah. Walker. Same. So yeah. yeah, what I mean, what do you think of that? The Neto and uh, yeah, it, it was. By the way, Sheffield getting their first win. Congrats. I didn't think we'd see that this season, to be honest. No. No, I didn't think I'd see it. Like me neither. Yeah, I, I feel for Wolves. I really do feel for Wolves. They didn't deserve to lose that. It's just another stupid, um, stupid decision yet again, in my opinion. It's just yeah. like, I spoke to so many people out, about. He's putting that at the tackle, isn't he? Yeah, he, he, he's made he's made the attempt initially, but he's he's withdrawing from that. Mm. But I I just don't understand what happens in in that VAR room. I just don't I don't get it. What that thought process is, it's just totally different. Now, don't get me wrong, I appreciate they will know the rules generally, you know, tons more than what we will do as, you know, average fans, but there's got to be an interpretation to some degree. Mate, you can't even think of people's names properly, let alone the rules. That's true. So, yeah. Um, no, I think I think it wasn't a foul. He's pulling out of the challenge. He does he does touch him. That's probably where the, the argument will come from, but I think it's I think it's very harsh. Uh, I think Danny Murphy was it Danny Murphy on match, match of the day? day yeah. He thinks it should have been a yellow diving. Yeah, there's so much simulation now as well, and, and players getting away with it because they they're getting better at this play acting stuff. Yeah. You know, and I appreciate they can anticipate the challenge, and you know they can make it that way, and you know, it's arguably, it's kind of part of football to a degree. Yeah. But. They're getting away with it so often. And with VAR, they shouldn't be doing this. I don't know how they're getting away with it with VAR, though. Mm, it just, yeah, it just angers me. It just angers me so much. But I don't and want to spend you... <laughs> the whole this whole episode talking about VAR, really, no, but there's still one more to talk about. talk about. There's still, yeah. I mean, with the Arsenal one, we didn't even talk whether the ball's in or out. <clears throat> I think it could have been in because, you know, we saw the game in the World Cup where we thought we all thought it was out. <laughs> and then when they showed... Uh, it's a yeah. cool they had, or whatever it was called. Yeah, it's sure the ball was actually in play. You know, they couldn't they couldn't draw the lines to see if it was offside. Fair enough. So you know, it all went against us. We lost the game. We need to move. We need to collect ourselves now and move on. We've got a game tonight. Uh, the Tottenham Chelsea game. What a game, mate! Oh, I'm so annoyed. I didn't watch it, but I oh, was I getting caught, yeah, I caught, I, I caught it, mate. Yeah, I, I was getting afterwards bombarded with voice notes from from fan favorite Ali Gamble. Uh, literally, yeah, it's yeah. like 
mate, it should be 10 men. They should be down to, they should be down to nine. This is bullshit. And he's like, oh my God, Nicholas Jackson. Nicholas Jackson, he's the worst striker we've ever had in life. And then at the end of it, Nicholas Jackson hat-trick! <laughs> <laughs> I lived the game's emotions literally through his voice clips. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It, it was a funny one. I mean, Udogi should have gone for a two-footed tackle. Didn't, but did go eventually. Um, who was the other? Oh, Romero got a, got a red card as well. Definitely a red card. Probably yeah. could have gone sooner. Romero um, is always there, ready for a red card. Every game he plays. We was at football and uh, and JP said, "Oh, Tottenham are down to ten And someone went, "Who's got sent off?" And he went, "Have a guess." And they went, "Romero." Romero. <laughs> <laughs> game after after footy and honestly it was it was unbelievable i mean chelsea were, were not good against 10 men against nine it was literally put the ball over the top sterling will run onto it pass it into nicholas jackson who'll have an open goal and he'll score basically that was that was two of the goals and then jackson for the third was uh, for his third around the keeper in the back of the net so it was it was such a good game there were so many VAR in, in like, um, instance in instances, Inc- incidents yeah. <laughs> incidents. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that uh, happened. I oh, might honestly. It was arguably one of the best games of football of the Premier League era. Yeah, typically I didn't watch it. I sat there with Laura watching Friends. For the fifty seventh oh. time of our relationship. Wowzers. Yeah. Wowzers trousers. Yeah. Um, a few other good go- so, good yeah. games though, wasn't there over the weekend? There was, mate. Yeah. The, the, well, let's should we, should we go back to should we go to the Man United game? Which yeah. How lucky! How lucky were they, man? So lucky. So so lucky. That is, they're fortunate that Fulham sold their top striker and can't now score. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they also couldn't defend in the last dying minutes where it ping-ponged around and Fernandez managed to hoof it into the back of the net yeah just it, it was gutting it was gutting to see them win because obviously Ten Hag's under yeah. significant pressure they're not playing good football and they didn't deserve I think he's that. still under pressure yeah oh I definitely yeah this isn't I mean, relieved much you, you look at um, uh, Rashford the way you know if you look at the comparison between the way he handled the San, the Sancho incident and the way that he hand, has handled the uh, Rashford incident it's just it's just ridiculous so, so Rashford after a, mm. after a drubbing by their closest rivals has gone out on the beers it was his birth for his birthday. I mean, argue, arguably, you wouldn't cancel your plans like that, regardless of whether you've been dumped. Alan Shearer disagreed on the rest of football. If you if you listen to that, but are you was, are, are you like working as a rep for the rest of football or something today? Mate, honestly, I am this season. So I, I listen to a few podcasts. So like, Parents in Hell, Josh Widdicombe says he's completely fallen out of love with football. I've gone the opposite way, mate. I I am just I just want to do something football related all of the time. 
Yeah. I just yeah. I just love listening, talking about just everything football for me <clears throat> is 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 fantastic. Um so yeah, I'm well into my football. Yeah, I agree. I I I, I totally want to do the same. But you are training to be a coach soon, I hear. Well, I don't I don't know. Um I'm I'm in talk to talk sign a deal. <laughs> they uh you know. Uh, I won't. I won't tell you which club, but um, just watch out, Potch. Oh, I'm wearing blue today. Wow. <laughs> I'm joking, of course. Um, wow. Yeah. So. Yeah, Man United. Crap. So. Shocking. Brentford, West Ham. What an entertaining game. Neil. Mope scored. <laughs> Arguably, it was. I don't know if he meant it, <laughs> but goal to goal. He got credited with a goal. <laughs> was it last year? Like April last year was the last time he scored a goal. Yeah. It was. For, was it forty-two <laughs> games? Forty-something 40 games. It was forty-four. Was it? But it was forty-three, forty-five between that sort of number. Um. <laughs> he, um, he honestly but but you think right he hasn't scored but well over a year 18 months he's played for Brighton Everton <laughs> and now Brentford as a striker yeah <laughs> how does someone manage to do... I could probably go 44 games without scoring but none of them are signing me no. but what what's even more confusing is Brentford signed players on lots of stats and data. What stats have they looked at to say, Neil Morpé, absolutely, let's get him in. He was doing all right at Brentford before that, wasn't he? Well, no, he's at Brentford now, mate. Wasn't he at Brentford before he went to Brighton? Isn't this his return to Brentford? Oh, was he? Oh, I didn't know that. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. So he went to Brighton from Brentford. And now he's gone back oh, okay. because he was saying, "I'm so glad to be back at Brentford. The f- I love the fans here. It's great." And he was basically saying, "Everton, you dog shit." Wow. I mean, we we don't like to be too biased on here, but yeah, Everton are really shit. I don't want to to upset any Everton fans, but we've we've slagged them off quite a lot. I feel, I feel like you're going the right way about upsetting Everton. <laughs> um, they got a good stay, draw at the weekend. Stay though. away from Liverpool. <laughs> uh, they did get a good draw at the weekend against Brighton. Against Brighton. The Neil Mope derby, <laughs> as, they, as it's called. Um, <clears throat> I didn't really see many, uh, much of the highlights of these games, to be fair, but it seems like just a one-all draw. Brighton are sort of dropping a little bit. I saw that Deserby came out and was like, yeah, well, you lose three players in your in your team for injury, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, mate, like, Chelsea have lost 10 players. Arsenal well, lost a yeah, few. I think, I think Sheffield United, Sheffield United are the worst, aren't they, at the minute? Yeah, they've they lost. They can't seem to keep their players fit. No, they just got, um, I've forgotten who it was. Uh, oh God, what his name? But they just got the youngster back, and he went off injured again at the at the weekend. Uh, and, hang on, let me just find his name because that's really going to bug me. 
But yeah, I think it's just excuses. You know, deserves just making excuses of trying to detract, uh, sorry, deflect the attention from the losses, which I get it. That's what good managers should be doing. But it's just a bit of a cop out. You can't blame three injuries. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, you're right. Um... Man City, yeah. Bournemouth. Mate, how weird that Man City scored six goals and Haaland didn't get one. Mate, as soon as we saw that City was smashing them, I was like, yes. Dream Team Haaland, he's back as captain this weekend. No, didn't score a single goal, came off at half-time. Didn't. I know, but he, got, he, got, he bagged a brace last night when it don't count. He did, yeah, he did. So I'm hoping he'll be back for the weekend game, so that'll be all right. Yeah, but mate, Doku. Doku. How what? insane is that guy right now? When he, when he joined... I was. I thought he'd just be like a bit of a squad player, mate. He he got four assists and a goal. I know it's ridiculous. <laughs> and Joe, what's weird? He still didn't get a ten out of ten rating. He got a nine point no, seven. How can you not get a ten oh, for that? He? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How do you, how do you not get a ten for that? You're right. Yeah. What do you need to do to get a ten is just ridiculous. Um, but yeah, obviously, but he's the he's I the new kid on the block. Nobody knows what he's like. Nobody knows what skills he's got, what trickery he's got. You can watch, you know, all the highlights you want. But if he seems to his legs do one thing and his head almost does a dummy at the same time. So you literally have no idea what he's gonna do. I don't think even he knows what he's gonna do sometimes. I think he just goes, he's like, Oh yeah, better go. But he's just so quick off the mark, he can do these things. Yeah. Yeah, he is, yeah. He's he, he's an unreal talent and fair play to Manchester City for for picking him up quite cheap as well arguably mm. um, I think I think Iriola is I think that that was expected if you think back to when Scotty Parker was sacked mm. Iriola can't be too far away they must be really really disappointed with their this decision to to part ways with Jones as we call him on this podcast yeah yeah I think so but I think this week was a free hit anyway they got the win last week that's a bit of a pressure sort of relieved on him to a certain degree that was a game that they would have expected to win there's no way they would have expected to win especially at City as well that would have just been a case of here we go kind of thing you know I I appreciate it was the previous owners at Bournemouth that did it to Scotty Parker but Parker you know I mean we loved everything about his fashion Uh, not much about his football but he was playing lots of lots of the top top half teams lost just coming into a run and he got the boot before that then O'Neill got ha, had a really good run, kept them up, got them into a good position, got the boot. Iraola's come in. What's, what's going on? Yeah, I think they. What was it they said in the summer when they when they announced him as manager? Sounds like we wanted someone who's a bit more high profile to be able to, to sort of kick us on. But nobody in this country had heard of him. Like across Europe, yeah, granted, he was, he's, he would obviously been more well known than than what O'Neill would have been, of course, but. Yeah, it's just a case of like, oh, okay. And he's done nothing. I don't think they're playing better football. I think I think they're on their way to playing better football. But no, they're not playing better football. He did well he was at Bilbao, wasn't he? He's yeah. he's kind of trained with uh, Arteta uh and the and the likes of those people from, from that sort of area in Bilbao. But yeah, that it it just I don't I don't yeah, I don't understand it. I, I can kind of see their logic of pushing on, but I'm not sure Iriola was that 
that person, but you know, let's no. see, let's see, let's see what happens. But very far, no good. Similar to Burnley. Yeah, uh, they're struggling, aren't they? Away loss. Yeah. Uh, sorry, they were at home. Away. Uh, Palace. <laughs> were away. <laughs> Oh my god, go get another coffee, mate. Go get another coffee. We'll perk you up a little bit. Um, yeah, 2 0, you know, straightforward enough. Palace win. Um, arguably, one of the bigger shocks is well, we've got two shocks here, but Forest beat Villa 2 0. Forest beat Villa 2 0, yeah. Um, Forest, Forest look very good on certain days. They, they seem to be playing quite well, um, especially at home. It's a bit of a fortress at home. Biggest pitch in the Premier League, but he didn't know it. I didn't know that, no. Um, yeah, it's uh, they're playing well. Mangala is is playing well. Awanee's playing back playing, and he's he's you know picked up where he left off. I know he didn't score, but he he was quite good in the game. No, it always looks Very dangerous. Good Villa. Yeah, Villa, mate. Mate, Martinez's own goal. Yeah. Was that, that was. Own goal? Well, I don't think he went down because it was on target, but he sort of palmed it with his top hand and then just spun. Massively uh, high in the air, yes. spun and just, just went back yes, in yes, the goal. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I, I don't think yeah. he needed to do that much of a spectacular save. You've got a beef against spectacular saves, haven't you? Because. Um, who was it that did one? Anana does it all the time. Game. Yeah, yeah. He like palmed the ball away and did like a little front, put his legs up, and you're like, oh, he doesn't need to do that. Yeah, it's I just like, don't understand it. Why? Critical. Why do you need to do that? Is it because you can't do it? Probably a little bit, but it's also I, I listen to the Seaman Says podcast, and obviously David Seaman's like okay. an old school goalie. He hates all that sort of yeah. stuff as well. Um, and he was, he was with Sam. He was interviewing Sam Johnston this week, and he said it on the podcast at the weekend. He's like, "Why do you have to keep going for these like stupid, spectacular saves?" He's like, "Everyone said, oh yeah, goalie, yeah, he's great with his feet.'" He's like, "Yeah, but how fucking good is he with his hands, though? That's what he needs to be good at. Hands first, feet second. When you're a goalie, he's like, if you're in trouble, you just hoof it up the pitch. That gets your team out of trouble, and then you regroup and go from there." That's not the modern game, though, is it? The modern game's all about playing out from the back. It is, it's yeah. Absorbing that pressure, playing out from the back. That's yeah, the it way. it is, but to a certain ex- extent, you still need to be very good with your hands. Yeah, yeah, no, no. It's that defensive um, side of things. But yeah, yeah big that. loss for Villa. That um, I think that big potentially loss. could take the wind out their sails a little bit because they've been in fucking sensational form, haven't they? Yeah, although they got thrashed by Newcastle and then went on on quite a good winning streak, so. Yeah. Yeah. Could well. Yeah. Know. Maybe they could continue. Could be a bit of a blip. They're Who not, knows? They're not great away from home. Forest are good at home. So you know, in theory, we should have really predicted that, but we didn't. Uh, one we couldn't have predicted, or would never have predicted, was the Luton Town one, Liverpool one. I know that's a big, big point for Luton, isn't it? I think they arguably deserve to win it. Liverpool scored the ninety. Was it ninety third minute, ninety fourth minute? Luis Diaz. It was actually the 95th. 95th, was yeah. it? Oh. Should yeah. have guessed that, 93rd or 95th. What I normally would have yeah. gone for. Yeah, to be honest, I thought you would have done. I'm a bit disappointed you didn't. No, um, mad. Madness. the stars for him to score, and you know, I hope that situation for him and his 
dad being kidnapped gets resolved. Apparently, um, it's all progressing positively. I think it's favourable, isn't it? Which, yeah. is, which is great news for him. But uh, yeah, fair play for him to come on and play. Um, I think it's probably what he needed to just take his mind off of it for a minute. But done well. But yeah, Luton. I mean, you say you know. I understand what you're saying about Luton. Need probably could have won. The amount of chances that Darwin Nunes missed. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Honestly, that one where Salah probably misheaded it and and it was just there for the taking for Nunes and he skied it. I oh, know. Like, Do you see Salah's response what? after? It was like <laughs> rolled on the floor. It's like, what the fuck is going on with you? Well, I think he was pissed off because his his header didn't go on target because wanted to score himself. Yeah. Well, but then. He fucked it up, but he was like, oh, it's gone straight to Nunes. Open goal. What? <laughs> but then you see Nunes in midweek in the League Cup against Bournemouth. His first touch was poor. It nearly went out of play. He ran, got it, recovered the ball, did two or three touches with it, and then curled it in the corner of his right foot. You know, how can you do that but be so poor to begin with? It's just so hot and cold. Yeah. Until he, but when he gets consistency, he will be incredible. But he just needs to yeah, get that consistency. Yeah, I, I do you, you talk to a lot of people who say he, he's, he is the real deal. He, he is the real deal. Um, so you know, you've got to take it from them, haven't you? They know what to. they're talking about. You've got to, mate. Um, and that's the, um, the round-up, mate. That is the Premier League weekend. That is the Premier League weekend. Do we want to go back and do a little bit of um, world football? Because we've had some games in um, Saudi. Yeah, let's let's go and do that, shall we? Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hi, guys. Make sure you're following us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter so you don't miss a thing. How could you? Instagram is at Football Drop Podcast. Twitter is at Football Drop Pod. Thanks, Will, for that. Or just search us on Facebook, Football Drop Podcast. So where do you want to kick it off? Saudi? Kick off. Well, actually... Can I oh. just have a one one shout out to Girona? Yes. Who stood top of the La Liga. Um, or, or they stand top of La Liga. Because yeah. Madrid actually drew it at the weekend, didn't they? Um, 
incredible feat from a team who who haven't spent a lot, who haven't done done a lot. I mean, they spent a bit, but not a lot. They lost a couple of players in the summer as well. Absolutely smashing it and well-deserved. It just goes to show what a team spirit can do um, from a club who is sort of second, maybe arguably third at times in the Catalonian area. So, fair play, mate. They're doing really yeah, well. They're I'm, I'm hoping they continue it. And I would say would probably be, if they do, if they can continue it, would be more of a shock than if Leicester City then Leicester City when they won it. Um, and yeah. I just want to sort of bring up what you what you said is that if they do win La Liga, you will present uh, the FDP in your underwear in a similar way that Gary Lineker did on Match of the Day. So thanks yeah, for that, I've ben. never said that and that's um, not happening. Never happened, so never let's will. let's move on to the Saudi League. Uh, sorry, I didn't hear what you said then. So um, <laughs> just a couple of sort of, we'll go back to, to kind of, the last couple of weeks, um, so let's start with our Itihad and our Hazim uh, two-all draw there, mate. I bet you're surprised about that one, aren't you? I'm shocked. I'm shocked by that. Al Halal beat Al Ali Saudi three-one. Um, Al Nasir three-one winners away at our Fiha. Um, uh, our Etifak and our Weda was a three-two win for Al Etifak. Um, and then, sort of, last weekend just gone because they play again tomorrow. So we had uh, Al Halal beat Al Fatah two uh, 0 away from home. Al Shabab beat Al Itihad, shocking result there. One nil home win there for Al Shabab. Um, and then Al Nasir beat Al Khalij two nil. Uh, Al Ali Saudi beat Al Riyadh three nil. So. All of those results leaves Al Halal top of the table without losing a game. Al Nasir in second place. Al Itihad and Al Etifak were one of the big spenders over the course of the summer, sitting in six and seven wow. uh, on exactly the same points. Lost three, drawn three, won six. So that's quite a surprise, actually, isn't it? Considering the amount they've spent, yeah. You expect them to be fighting at the top there. Yeah. Um,. Okay, so the MLS. So the MLS season's finished now, isn't it? It's we're into the um to the playoffs. Yes. So we have got so I can't remember where I got to last time. So have I done anything on this? No. Not for a um, while. Not for two weeks. No, it hasn't did I even do it two weeks ago? I was just trying to think now. Pretty sure. So, but tell us anyway. Tell us some news, mate. So, Cincinnati, Orlando City, Columbus, Philadelphia, New England, at uh, Atlanta, and Nashville went through from the Eastern Conference. That's the one where Inter Miami finished 14th out of 15, um, which was a bit of a shock. In the Western in the Western Conference, St. Louis, St. Louis, uh, Seattle Sounders. LAFC, Houston Dynamo, um, Real, Real, Real Salt Lake, Vancouver, Dallas all went through. And then you had the qualifiers of Sporting KC, San Jose, New York Red Bulls and Charlotte. So 
where we find ourselves now is Orlando City have beaten Nashville 1-0 uh, uh, away from home. Uh, Atlanta United beat Columbus 4-2. It's really hard to say those, like, real real Super Salt Lake City and Atlanta United without saying Atalanta and Real. Yeah, it's one. really difficult, isn't it? <laughs> uh, real Salt Lake City beat Houston Dynamo 5-4 on penalties um, yesterday. LAFC have beaten Vancouver. Sporting KC uh, have beaten St. Louis uh, FC... St. Louis, FC Dallas have beaten uh, Seattle Sandlers 3-1. Uh, and Cincinnati beat New York Red Bulls on penalties uh, 8-7. Oh, um, wow. So, all still to play for. Um, yeah, it's, it's an interesting league, that one, isn't it? I don't, I don't really understand kind of how they, why they do it like that. Is it because the travel is too far? Yeah. That's what they do with the NBA, the NFL and everything, yeah. Is that what they do? Yeah, so you have the Eastern and Western conferences for everything, and then you do the playoffs from there. Okay. Right, okay. I guess that makes sense. Um... Cool, good silence. Yeah. yeah, good silence. Excellent. So, sorry. Yeah, I was just, I was just thinking. Um, okay, so, should we go to the WSL? Yes. What's been happening? Let's let's finish on a high. Hopefully, shall we? Oh, okay. Uh, why is that? Why would that be a high? Because uh, I know a result from a certain team in North London over the weekend. Do you? Yes. Yes, I do. Oh, okay, what do you know, mate? Uh, I know that Arsenal you know? beat Man City 2-1, which is brilliant. That's a massive okay. win right. for Arsenal ladies. Huge win for the Arsenal ladies. And also um, big news that Emma Hayes is leaving Chelsea at the end of the season. Oh, wow, okay. Well, After 11 cool. years. Where's she going? Uh, apparently to go and manage the women's national team in America. Oh, right, yeah, I did see that. Thank you. You're welcome. A um, little bit of knowledge for you. Well done, mate. Well done, well done, well done. So I think they had they had an international break, didn't they? So I'm actually just uh, from the weekend gone to update on. So Chelsea thrashed Villa 6-0. Villa are not wow. cylinders at all, are they? As you say, Arsenal beat City 2-1. Liverpool beat Leicester 2-1. Uh, Tottenham and Everton had a 1-1 draw. Uh, West Ham lost to Bristol City at home 3-2 and Brighton and Manchester United um, drew 2-2 so the uh, league table um, is an interesting one mate my signal is completely just gone so don't really know what it is yet here we go Chelsea are top I didn't know that City are second uh, Tottenham in third, Aston Villa in bottom place. They've not won a game. Wow. Which is quite surprising because they've got some decent players. They have. They have. They've invested a little bit in their squad, didn't they? Yeah, they have. Yeah. From, uh, from like, the, the club generally as well. So that's a yeah. bit of a shot. But they'll pick up some points, I'm sure. It just takes a little while. Yeah, I'm sure they will. Arsenal in fifth place for, you know, for those gooners, if you're wondering. Um, yeah. Excellent. That's about us, mate. Wicked. Well, uh, yeah, thanks for, for doing that in the morning. Obviously, we've got a... I just... Mate, 
Go on. I thought of something earlier, and I thought uh, we need to talk about it. Go on. Because I don't think we have spoken about the Ballon d'Or yet, have we? Uh, did we not? No, because it was the Monday night, wasn't it? Mm. What's your thoughts? I think it's very, very harsh on Harlan. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. This is going to be a Pavel Nedved, Thierry Henry situation in the years to come. I, th- I, d- I don't think it is because... <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to take anything away from TT really, but I think if Pavel, had Pavel Nedved won the World Cup, you could kind of you, you'd understand it a little bit more. Messi did win the World Cup. It was all about Lionel Messi. It's always all about Lionel Messi. So I can kind of see that, but I just yeah, I just don't, I just don't. But if it you feels say unfair that, on Haaland still. Julian Alvarez scored a load of goals in the World Cup and won the World Cup. He also scored a fair few goals in the league, in the Champions League, in the League Cup, in the FA Cup, and he won the treble with Man City. So on that premise, Julian Alvarez should have won Ballon d'Or. Because he won the World Uh, Cup. He was a main man in that team. Uh, Yeah, I I see where you're going. It's not quite as simple as that, is it? No, but, of yeah, course it's not. Yeah, if, if it was, we'd we'd be running the Ballon d'Or. Yeah. We'd do it all. I don't know that we would. Yeah, cause we, it's, mate, mean. if it's something simple, we'd be able to do that. I don't know, mate, I can't say real Salt Lake City. Or Atlanta United. Oh, you just said, you just said, or oh, Atlanta. No, I said Atlanta. <laughs> and I made sure I said it like that just to be an idiot. Uh, yeah. So we are stupid, but yeah, well done, well done, Leo. Uh, unlucky Erling. Um, it is mad to say though, Messi's won eight Ballon d'Ors. Eight. No one's ever going to do that again. Oh, I don't know. No, I don't know. No, so, nobody okay. is ever going to do that. So for the next ten years, who is going to challenge Haaland for the Ballon d'Or? Uh, Mbappe, Bellingham, if he keeps up this trajectory. Julian Alvarez could potentially do that. You know, if Alvarez moved to to a different club and was the main man starting, if he delivers what he's what he's done so far throughout his career, he could do the same. There's always going to be someone else that can have an absolutely blinding year. Look at Benzema. I can't. He had an insane year. Won it. Lewandowski finished. You know, he he got uh, he got a Ballon d'Or in the end after smashing in four thousand goals for Bayern. Yeah. Harry Kane could even potentially be up there next season with the goals he's scoring for Bayern. And if he yeah, leads, if he leads England, you know, to to a, an international tournament victory, he's the captain. He could then arguably be doing that. I can I can certainly see your logic with with Bellingham and Kane, um, Alvarez. I'm not too sure about Mbappe possibly, but you've got, you know, you've got all of those players in and amongst. Erling Haaland who absolutely so Haaland and Bellingham you can kind of see it being but but like them I know they, I know it's slightly different but like Rooney sorry Ronaldo and Messi could it be. could be I just I mean Erling Haaland I think he's is arguably you know a different caliber altogether because just because yeah. of the, the pure goals he scores but as an all-round yeah. footballer 
I don't think he's got it all. But there's other players that can come in and have, have a Pavel Nedved kind of season. And people go, wow, it's amazing because he's done it in, in big games and crucial games or whatever it may be and get that get that attraction. Like Bellingham's done well for a few seasons. His trajectory is pretty much a, a straight line, essentially. But there's always someone that can do that. There's always a youngster coming through that could do these sorts of things. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, well, thanks for that, mate. That's okay. Well, thank you for... It's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure. Um, we will put this out probably in the next hour or so, once I've edited. Uh, and we'll get it on YouTube later today, hopefully. And I... Well, we've got, obviously, a special one that will be released on Friday morning as well for you guys. You get double yeah, hit of FDP. Don't miss that. It's a, it's a, honestly, it's, it's a cracking cracking one it's brilliant such good insight such good insight we've we managed to bag a director of football uh to come on the show and tell us exactly what what a director of football does really so for the average fans you don't really necessarily know the ins and outs uh, and what they do so we we managed to get jerry on and tell us all about it so yeah listen out on friday um but for now thank you very much bye-bye hi everybody thanks for listening to today's episode Please give us five star on your podcast provider, whatever one that may be, and help us hashtag drop the pod. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 